Is it racist to dress up as a Native American? Yes. Also, why? Uh, no reason. Is it racist, though, if you're Mormon and you dress up as a Native American? It depends. Is the Mor Hypothetical Mormon. Is the hypothetical Mormon in the situation themselves a Native American? No. Then yes, it's racist. Right. Is it racist if the Mormon... The hypothetical Mormon. Same. Is it racist if they hire Native Americans to kill other Native Americans? Yes, I mean, I guess it depends on the context. Yeah, good to know. What is this about? Uh, nothing. Certainly not about to engage in a land grab. That is a weird thing to say. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The podcast's Guide to the Conspiracy, featuring Josh Addison and M. Dentith. Hello and welcome to the podcaster's Guide to the Conspiracy in Auckland, New Zealand. I am Josh Addison and sitting right next to me, close enough that I can feel the wind when they blink, it's Dr. M. Rx Dentith. I'm a very noisy finger. Yes, I, I I need some eye oil, mm. I think. And we have in the room, sitting a respectful distance from, from Wellington, it is the one, the only, Georgia Carson. Hello. Hello. I'm still distracted by the eye oil statement. Is that a legitimate product that you use? I've never heard of it. Melix Drone sells it on his website. Oh, of course. Along with the, the pig I mean, he, okay. he does... He does do a lot of advertising on the show by proxy somehow. Mm. Sneaks his broadcasting. So I feel like I felt free. that we should know. be yeah. we should try some mm. of those. Now, Josh, you've been on the pig piss. Uh, what's it like? How's it working for you? You do seem quite golden at the moment. Yes, and slightly sloshing when I walk. Yeah, um, but, that, but, but maybe the less of that the better. Yeah. The was meant to fix that, not right. make it worse. Well, there we go. I've been I've been cheated out of my money yet again. It's true. Now we've got a special episode. We do this week all kinds of. This special. was not meant to be a what the conspiracy episode. Because we're not supposed to be doing what the conspiracy episodes anymore. Well, no, no. We, we can still do. Well, we can do them from time as to surprises. time. But as a regular as, thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. As a treat. Yeah, as a treat. Yep. I'll, I'll but that. we have a victim this week, and we thought we've got something which we would have done as a what the conspiracy but due to steve clark we both now know yes. about the topic in question but we suspect georgia does not Looking so we into... are about to play what the conspiracy josh play that sting it's time to play what the conspiracy Yes, okay. I am very nervous. Okay. <laughs> so the rules of what the conspiracy are quite simple, even though they're actually quite complicated. We need from you a when the conspiracy, a where the conspiracy, and a why the conspiracy. A, a what the conspiracy. Well, I mean, that, that gives it's us the, the what generally, the Generally what it's about. Yes, yeah. if I remember rightly, it's when, where, and what. Or well, why. Like the topic. Or why. But anyway, uh, so give us, uh, yeah, give us a where, 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 where do you think this conspiracy that we think you've never heard of occurred? Where in the world? And it is in the world. Okay, yeah. so it's not a moon. Well, I mean, it's not a moon. Okay. In or on the world. Yeah. In, yeah. in, in the world. In or on. In the core. 
On or about the world. On or about the world. In Somewhere in the atmosphere. It, look, it's within the gravitational field of the planet called Oh, Earth. okay. So it could still be up in the air, but... Okay. <laughs> well, um... I mean, <laughs> history was up in the air for quite a bit mm. of this story. Okay. I my, my logic is going to be that if it was Eastern European, you would have heard of it. So I'm going to say not Eastern European. Interesting. Deduction, I like it. <laughs> mm, yeah. But that, then I don't really have any reason to eliminate yeah. So now mm-hmm. you've excised Steve... Eastern Europe from the world. Yes. What's left? Yeah. What's left? Um, I mean, and I mean, as Eastern Europeans would say, what is left when you remove mm. Eastern Europe from Probably the world? Probably not much. Not much. I'm going to show my ignorance. Was Steve Clark as Australian? Or if I deeply... He is still old. Australian. He is still Australian, yeah, right? Sorry, Australian. Steve, uh, if you're listening. Um, okay, well, I'm going to guess Australia. Maybe it's some sort of local conspiracy that happened down the road from him, and that's why he thinks right. that you so have heard of it. Australia conspiracy okay. that's noted down. All right. I think the when I am going to have to take a wild punt. Uh, he is older than you, right? I believe so. Okay. I, 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 it is always rude to ask a man his age, so mm. I'm going to ask Steve Clark his age. Okay, well... Maybe between 1964 and 1967. 1964 and 1967. Okay, so post-space race? Well, during space race. And I think it is probably a meat-based conspiracy because that is another reason that you as a vegan would not have heard of it. Interesting. All right, so So maybe cows in Western Australia in the 60s, some sort of conspiracy around that. Late, middle, last century. And it's all about me. Josh, how well has Georgia scored? Well, not. I wouldn't give it a zero out of ten. Oh, okay. Um, but it's fairly close. The, 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 the place is Utah. Utah, oh, America. Okay. The time is the 1850s, mm. so you're out by a hundred years, which is not the not but, the worst anyone's been wrong playing this people game. People have been more wrong. Meat I is involved. Meat is involved. Human meat. Fanta- Ooh, human meat and, okay. and, and cattle meat. And, and cattle meat. And, so, I mean, there is meat, but I mean, it's a human-based conspiracy. Okay. There's okay. always meat in a human-based conspiracy. Yeah, well, mm. Okay, I'm going to take that as a win because I expected them to be all be wrong. Oh, there you go. Well, there you go. Happy days. One out of ten. Mm. Congratulations. Bad, as Meatloaf would say. Yeah. yeah. So um, what we're going to talk to you about today, unfortunately, it's not 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 a super pleasant, not not a um, not a cheery topic. When are they ever? Well, sometimes. The, we want to talk about the Mountain Meadows Massacre. Have you heard of the Mountains Meadows Massacre? Also, can you say mm. Mountains Meadows Massacre three times fast? Mountain Meadows Massacre. Mountain Meadows Massacre. Mountain Meadows Massacre. That's not very fast. It's, well, it's pretty fast. What more do you want? Come on. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yes. No, the Mountain Meadows Massacre, the MMM, which is sort of like RRR. But, but, but <gasps> have you seen that movie? Sorry way. to do the pop culture digression immediately, but have you seen RRR? I have. I thought it was good, but not great. Okay. I, I, M won't watch it with me. So I, I have so, so I won't I, watch I it still, with you. I'm pretty sure you did have not it. watched it. I watched it. Yeah. And I told you about it, and you said, I'm not interested. Definitely I has the best musical number of I any Bollywood film. I've seen, I've, seen. I've seen clips. I'd nah, like to see it. Do not, do not, do not, do not. Sorry, yeah, I exactly. interrupted you. Exactly. Continue. Anyway, uh, so, you, so, so you're quite familiar with RRR. I am. The Mountain Meadows Massacre is nothing like okay. that in okay. any way, okay. pretty much. Uh, has none Although of the... it does Are there any tigers me. in it? No. No. No, just livestock. Yeah. I think, yep. Uh, so, I mean, Utarian tigers could be a kind of cattle. Probably not. No, I think you just made not. that up. I think you did. 
but I, I feel I feel good about it. Mm. I feel good about it. So we're talking about Mormons. Uh, How much oh. you know about about Mormonism? Not a lot. I haven't even seen the Book of Mormon. Um, so the South Park guys <laughs> one, yeah, the, or, the, or, the, or the actual yeah, book. Because yeah, I, I think if you're going to base your view of Mormonism well, upon uh, a satirical, I'm a New Zealander that's never been to the by, US. If I was yeah. going to know anything about Mormonism, it might be from that. But I haven't even seen that. I just know it's they're very, very religious. What kind of religion is more Mormonism? A sort of Christian flavor. Correct. <laughs> It's famous for golden tablets and golden spectacles, but we will not be talking about tablets nor not spectacles. Not really, no. no. We won't Except even for really be talking about Joseph Smith, because we'll be talking about comes his after successor, Smith, yes. Brigham Young. Yeah, so I mean, the, the, the short version is Joseph Smith claimed to have been visited by an angel who gave him, gave, them, gave him what magical... Sorry, is Joseph Smith, he's, part, he's like the leader of... The founder. He's the founder. Yeah. Okay, see, I know yeah. as little as like I didn't quite catch that. Okay, yeah. so he so founded he, it. He 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 claimed to have what he had visions of an angel who gave him magical stones that when he stuck them in a hat and it was a very strange. But basically, apparently, he he claimed to have been given a third testament of Jesus Christ, a brand new yep. book of the Bible. On a golden tablet. <laughs> On a golden sorry, tablet. I thought you were going to say with, third testicle. With gold, <laughs> with golden spectacles. Yep, and this. As and he, and he also really, really, really liked getting married. He did. He loved oh, yes, getting they do married. Do the the polygamy lot, thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Indeed, that's going to be important. Yes. So the 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 I mean that's that that is technically heresy, right? Saying you've got a new testament. Oh yeah. Of the Bible. Most that's, Christians that's don't like the idea actual, of adding books to the Bible. Actual heresy. Plus the fact that yes, he was very keen on the polygamy. Very um, Mormons were not well liked in the U.S. Is that why they all sort of Utah? Yeah, basically, yes. 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 So that there was, there was, you know, things got actually quite violent. Uh, Joseph Smith was killed by a mob in Illinois. Um, and this is yeah. he was killed by a mob in Illinois, and then subsequently executed by that mob in Illinois. Because yes. after he died falling out of a window. They still strung his corpse up and shot it just to be sure. Just to just sort of officially. In part because him. he'd been he'd been arrested. He kind of died in the act of fleeing mob justice from mm. the jail. And the people who really wanted him to be arraigned for his crimes, that's not good enough. I mean, he didn't die in the right way. Okay. We now need I to guess execute it's him always, again. It's always good mm. to be absolutely sure, just in case you have another respiration. No, I mean, the last thing you want yeah. is, is a zombie Joseph Smith wandering the countryside, yeah. having sex with your wives. Got to be sure. No. Yes, no, so, so, so we're interested in the guy who came next. Apparently okay. there was a period of, you know, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit of vying yeah, for control. Yeah, about 20 years of there being a succession crisis leading to an eventual council of apostles being set up, of which Brigham Young ended up being the kind of de facto successor and eventual leader of Mormonism. But there was a there was an interregnum, mm. and it wasn't a good time to be a Mormon, even yes. if you were amongst other Mormons. Yeah, it sounds like there's, a, there's always been a bit of infighting amongst the Mormons. But yes, so Brigham Young is now in charge of Mormonism, and he decides, okay, there's too, too much anti-Mormon sentiment here. For too example, much... my boss got killed my boss in got Illinois. murdered by, by a mob. Yes. By a mob. We're... Boss and his brother. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. We are going to move to, to Mexico. Mexico. Oh, that's so, not Utah. Well, it was it at one time. Get... 
at the time, the states... Oh, had they not, like, bought it or something? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So it was Mexico, and then wow. the year after they moved... Yeah, so the year after they Mexico leave the US, ceded it to So escape US-style mob justice, Mexico gives the area the Mormons are living in to the US. <laughs> was that unfortunate? That was unfortunate. Well, for the Mormons, it was very unfortunate because they had left a country which treated them as heretics and wanted them dead to a country which didn't really care... And suddenly, by dint of just staying in the same place, they were back in the country Quite that they interesting tried to they flee. didn't then say, okay, well, we'll just move further south then. Well, except that kind was of it too late? trying already to make sure that things were going to be okay, the US gave Brigham, Brigham Young the role of superintendent, where the role of superintendent was, look... Is that like a we, sheriff? Well, we, won't, we won't bother you. As long as you look after the Native American population in Utah. It was that... more than that. He was also the governor, the yeah. first governor of Utah, but yes, yeah, superintendent of Native American affairs. When, when you yeah. say look after, is that, uh, as they would say, like Julie Andrews po or, po or population or control? Okay. Keep, keep them in line. Yeah, well, so basically, because Native Americans be... would often mm. be moving from one part of the territory to another part of the territory. One of his jobs was to make sure that when the Native Americans engaged in their migratory habits, they didn't get in the way of any white people who happened to, to be kind of in their okay. path. So he well, was The white people don't get in the way of the Native Americans? That wasn't the way that the American state thought about things at the time or this current day. Mm. So basically he was, a, he was a traffic cop by going... Uh, yeah, uh, go around that homestead, uh, past that town, maybe up that river, beyond that family there. Yeah, just, just make sure you don't bump into, bump into anyone on, on your way. Mm. But, um, but Brigham Young, he had, he had grander designs. So he, he was the governor of Utah, which is all well and good, but he really, wanted, he really wanted to secede. He wanted Utah, I didn't actually write it down, what was the name of the kingdom he wanted oh, to be? I, kingdom of Desiree. Yeah, I Desiree. Think it was. Desiree, Desiree, but spelled D-E-S-E-R-E-T. -E -E I assume yeah. that's a biblical name, yeah, one of the is, things yeah. from the Book of Mormon. So, um, so he, wanted, he wanted Utah to secede, or if, if that wasn't going to work out, he at least wanted Utah to be sort of special, like a more independent state than any of the other states were. Or something. The most Mormon state of the most mm. Mormon states. And he apparently sort of started to suggest, well, look, if I don't, if I don't get my way, maybe I'm not going to be so, so thorough. Yeah, about, maybe some of those about... Native Americans might just wander into yeah, your I'll just, maybe I'll just I... let them do whatever yeah. they want then, and who knows really how that's going to happen. Oh, you that are correct. Yeah, that feeling's going to get Hold worse. on to that feeling. So, yes, so... In the 1850s, the Baker-Fancher Party was migrating west across the U.S., um, headed for California, I think. So I Is this like Oregon Trail stuff? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. I know thing. that. I know yeah. that. So they'd, I can't remember. They started Arkansas, I think. They'd gone like over the Rockies, and they were on their way through Utah, eventually heading to California. Now, there was a lot of... You know, the, the U.S. didn't like the Mormons much, and so as a result, the Mormons did not like the rest of the U.S. very much. And it, it's you, we're going to see a lot of Western uh, cliches popping up, I think, as the story goes on. The first one being that the Mormons didn't take kindly to strangers around these parts, 
and uh, it got to the point where eventually, sort of as word got out that these, they called them Americans, the Utahs, you referred to people from the rest of the country as Americans are coming into our land. And as we're kind of this party, party of Americans, around 140-something-ish people were heading through, uh, they, they eventually stopped, like they refused to, to serve them, to give them supplies, anything mm. like that. Um, we weren't too happy about having them there. But they were told by someone, why don't you go down to Mountain Meadows, which was an area, uh, sort of pastures, where they could rest their cattle and graze them. And it was a, a decent place to stop and rest. Yeah, and remember, the guy... this is called the Mountain Meadows Massacre. I, I, yes. I got that. Yeah. Thank yep. you, then. So, yes, while they were camping at Mountain Meadows, they were attacked on the 7th of September, 1857. Uh, they were attacked by a group of Mormons who dressed themselves as Native Americans, as well as some actual Native Americans. Who they hide in to kind of flesh out their numbers. Authentic kind of vibes. Is this a false flag? It really is. It totally is. I have been listening to this podcast for quite some time. Mm. I know a false flag when I see one. Yeah, so, so the, the, uh, the Paiute were apparently the local tribe, and some of them were involved as well. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, uh, you can't, can't sugarcoat it. It was not a nice affair. They, they literally circled the wagons. We'll get there. <laughs> they, they, they circled the wagons. They, like, packed them with dirt to protect from bullet shots and so on, and they were able to, like, to, to shelter within the wagon circle for several days. They were the, whereas I think the Mormons had hoped they could just go in, wipe everyone out and get away. That didn't, it turned into a siege. On September 11, Ooh. a wonderful date, mm-hmm. um, they, they were basically, you know, they're out of supplies and ammunition by that stage. The uh, Mormon, or the attackers, basically, they, they, they called a truce, they came down with a white flag and said, okay, look, we'll let you guys go, we'll escort you out of here as long as you leave all your stuff behind, right? You leave all your stuff for the Paiute um, and just, just get, get the hell out of here and we'll let you go. And that was a lie. As soon as they all left, they were all just gunned down on the spot, with the exception of 17 children, apparently. all under the age of seven. Under the age of seven. And they were only allowed to live because they were thought to be too young to be good witnesses. Yes, so basically it seemed like the Mormons had worked, that they had worked out, that the party had worked out that they were being attacked by Mormons, not Native Americans. Mm. So, okay, well, the game's up. We we just can't leave any witnesses. Yeah. So, it's so, like that Black Mirror episode where they end up killing everyone. Yep. Has anyone seen? No, okay. The Sorry. crocodile. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, guinea pig memories. Mm. Yeah. Weird. Okay. Yes. So, so, so that was it. So, a, a thoroughly unpleasant affair all around. The children, the children were were taken in by local Mormon families, or apparently were not treated particularly well, and were all eventually the authorities came and got them back at gunpoint in some cases, apparently. Oh, this um, is sad. But they were rescued. So. That's the actual incident, which is conspiratorial to begin with, because this was a planned, as you say, false flag incident. Um, And then things get cover-uppy afterwards. Well, yes, because the official theory Mm -hmm. was that the party had been massacred by the Paiutes in revenge for the party in question. So that's the Baker Baker Fancher Fancher party poisoning their springs and livestock. Did they do that? Well, it seems unlikely. It said the person who investigated the incident 
one Brigham Young. That was his conclusion upon investigating this particular issue. It was or deadly... Con- conducting upon, an investigation yeah, and reporting. Deadly the Paiute. It's not really And a it was impartial. a revenge attack. I was just going to say it's not really an impartial investigation no, if it no. was him. I mean, he was the guy in charge of the state, so yeah, it kind of made sense for him to be doing it, but yes, no, definitely Mountain not impartial. You would go to the person in charge of Native American affairs and go, look, there's been a massacre which seems to involve Native Americans and you're in charge of that group, Brigham. Mm. You've got to investigate. And that... he went, yep, I certainly have no conflicts of interest here. I'm going to get investigating right now. Now... It was interesting. The way Steve presented the story, he made it sound like they'd said that the party had poisoned the Paiute's land and stuff, and so they were killing them purely out of revenge, whereas other things I've read made it sound more like the poisoning was just brought up to say these were bad people. They weren't necessarily... They were were poisoning all over the place. So somehow they deserved it. Yeah, essentially. they They were bad people who got what they deserved. So that, 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 was, that was the official story. But the official story was questioned from fairly early on in the correspondence. Because the first issue was, this was the first large-scale massacre committed by Supposedly Native Americans. Supposedly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, so, sorry. If, if, if you were, believe yeah, the official yeah, story. Yeah, if the official theory was true, this was the first large-scale massacre by Native Americans. Can I say that I'm surprised that that was the first? Well, yes, sorry, I I, I never did give you the number. 120 people, they think, between 120, maybe as high as 140. And yes, while there had been attacks on on settlers and wagon trains, what have you, by Native Americans, nothing nothing of that scale. And the other issue is, and this this is disturbing, normally when there were attacks, Native Americans killed the children but kept the woman hostages. And in this case, the woman were killed and the children were kept hostage. So people were going, It doesn't A, we've never seen a massacre like this before, and also, B, it doesn't fit the MO of previous Native American attacks we know have occurred. Mm. Also, why were the Baker Thatchers carrying poison in the first time Oh, they, sorry, oh, they, they were carrying poison. Mm. What was the poison? Sorry, uh, scientist and me need they, to They uh, strychnine was yeah. mentioned. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Which is maybe standard poison yeah, for those yeah, days. Yeah. So yeah. So a, why were they carrying poison? And b, why were they going around randomly poisoning wells and yeah. livestock? Yeah, I mean, maybe if... you'd want some for pest control or whatever you use that for. But enough to poison a bunch of wells mm. and a bunch of cattle. Yeah, I, that's, I mean, a, that's a lot of poison. Josh, they bought it at a discount, and when you mm. buy a discount, you've got to use it. Yeah. Gotta use it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Oregon Trail was mostly about travelling and keeping your people and your stock alive. Not dying alive. of dysentery. You know, do- yeah. Not dying of dysentery. If you can achieve that, then you're sweet. So where would poison have Mm. come into that. So it, it was on sale, and once you buy some poison, you've got to find, you've got to find use for it. It's like Chekhov's gun. You introduce poison in the first act, and yep. you've got to then use it by the end of well, the play. That applies to fiction, not to real life. Well, Doesn't it, though? That, that, yeah, yes, that, that, that might say something about the official story, then. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah, it's, it was yeah. So there's this sort of stuff. Why, like, why would they be poisoning things in the first place yeah. anyway? Let, let alone why would they have had enough to? So yeah. To do so it? the behaviour of both parties is a bit weird. The Native Americans are committing a massacre of a scale that no one's seen before, 
And also they've changed the MO for this one-off special occasion. And also the white folk are not acting in a way that white folk tend to act. And people are going, none of this story makes any sense. Can I ask, uh, were there any people in particular that were bringing up these sort of objections to the official theory? I don't Any know of specific instances, but I, th- I think it. I think it, it was in the newspapers at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. People were going. This is a really unusual story. Yeah. We've never seen a massacre of this kind before. Mm. Normally, when these massacres occurred, this is what happened, and it didn't happen this time. And also, the behaviour of the Baker Finches yeah. seems really weird. Mm. And as the years went by, more more claims that Mormons were involved started popping up. Um, A couple of years later, once the children had been retrieved, um, some of them were actually old enough to to remember and testified that they had seen seen white people dressed as Native Americans and the people who who massacred their families. You're implanting memories by the age of seven. You also had apostate Mormons. So remember all that infighting? Apostate? Apostate. apostate Mormons, all that infighting we talked about, there were ways to get offside in Mormonism. And once you got offside with Mormonism, you were basically kind of exiled from Mm. the Mormon community. Like most religions. Which Mm. then led to a situation where maybe if you were involved in a massacre and you were no longer being given your due in Mormon society, you might might then decide to actually whistleblow Mm. and go, hey, uh, I was one of those non-Paiute Indians uh, who was uh, involved in that, uh, that so massacre. Did anyone do that? Yes. Yeah, a bit uh, somewhat self-servingly from what I hear. They were sort of like, oh, yeah, I was involved in the massacre. Now, I didn't kill anyone. Yeah, I was, I was sure. there. I was, certainly, but I was I, just sure, the yeah. lookout. Uh, no, my, uh, my, my, my back was turned during the massacre mm. of 140 people. Oh, yeah, I, uh, I slipped on a rock and, and fell asleep during the massacre. So I was definitely there, but I didn't mm. kill anyone. So, yes, you had, you had ex-Mormons saying, giving their account of it. And apparently the, the, the Paiute at one point basically complained that they hadn't, you know, they'd been promised you'll get all the, you, know, you help us with this massacre and you'll get to keep their stuff. And they weren't allowed to keep as much of the stuff as they had been promised. And so, so they were then, a bit annoyed that they weren't actually paid properly. So they apparently went to the local US Army and said, hey, look, so I think... I think I wasn't kind comp- of, compensated again, adequately for this massacre. Yeah, and I, I think it sounded a little bit like, again, sort of whistleblowing. So, okay, we didn't get the, you know, we, we were... The deal was we would get the stuff and we'd keep our mouths shut. Well, we didn't get the stuff, so, so now we're, we're gonna we're yeah. gonna yeah, yeah put you guys you, you, drop you guys you in. Pay up and we shut up. So this was enough for them to alter the official story. So Which so is they to say that oh well no some bad Mormons were involved in the mountains meadow massacre, but you know there were some bad Mormons who weren't acting on the church's behalf. They were simply. Uh, Certainly wasn't their idea. Yeah, they were were kind of high guns. They were working Mm. for the Paiute. They were, you know, giving some kind of strategic or tactical support. And they even got someone to actually admit to his role in the massacre was also saying the church was definitely not involved in organising the massacre, didn't they, Josh? Yeah, there were, I think, four people... Um, were, were, were charged, but only one of them ended up being convicted. Um, so a man called John D. Lee was found guilty of involvement in the massacre and was eventually executed. Um, but he later was was a bit sort of, you know, he, he basically said, I've been made a scapegoat. You know, they, they, they've, they've got my head. That I'm, the, I'm the one who's... Um, 
who's taking the blame for everything when in fact I wasn't the only one involved. So, so they, you know, they went from, oh, it was all the Paiute to, well, it's the Paiute with a few Mormons involved. Uh, but the official story essentially stayed intact because a lot of it, you know, who's going to take the word of children in, eight, in the 1860s? Who's going to take the word of Na Native Americans? Who's going to take, mm. the, word, gonna take the word of bitter apostles? Uh, yeah, 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 in Utah, who's going to take the word of an apostate Mormon? Mm, in fact, I think, yeah, there was also some issue around the fact that they, for some, some of the crimes, the, the prosecutors were like, well, we can't. We can't bring them to trial in Utah because the jury's going to be all Mormons and they're not going to convict another Mormon. Yeah. So there was, yeah, not, not a lot went on. Um, so it wasn't until the 20th century, a hundred years later, essentially, wow. that the conspiracy theory became the official theory. And do you know who pushed to make the conspiracy theory official? Ronald Reagan? I... The Mormons. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I no. just randomly guessed mm. the Mormons. Why? Yeah. Oh, because they were they were yeah. more interested than anyone in, yeah, in, they were in their the own history. Interested in looking at the history of the Mountain Meadows mass massacre, and they were the ones who were going. The more we look at the archives, and the more we bring the documentary evidence up, the more it looks like it was ordered by elders within the Mormon Church. But crucially. Brigham Young had no idea what was going on. Okay, so, so the official line bit. by the Mormon churches. Okay. The massacre was organized by the Mormons, but Brigham Young, if he knew about it, was not involved in the organization of that massacre. He's out of it. Mm. Yes, so in 1950, uh, a Mormon historian called Juanita Brooks published a book called The Mountain Meadows Massacre, and she basically concluded that Mormons had led the massacre. They, they were actually responsible for it. And then within a couple of decades, uh, most Mormon historians accepted this oh. as, the, as the true version so, of events. So the conspiracy theory became the official theory. Mm. It's surprisingly self-reflective. Like, I'm sort of mm. comparing it in my mind to, um, you know, pedophile priests and stuff, and it sort of feels like, Catholic saying, yes, no, whoops, um, it wasn't just a few bad apples, you know, it's, it's systemic, mm. and having that kind of reckoning, which, I don't know, I just, I guess I find that surprising that they... I mean, it mm. does help the events by this time were over a hundred yeah, years ago. Okay. Yeah, okay, so maybe that makes it Well, so the problem with the pedophile priest thing in a lot of Christian churches is, it's still going yeah. on now. Yeah, mm. yeah now... In terms of the involvement of Brigham Young, I think when listening to Steve's talk, he definitely gave the impression that Brigham Young was like behind it, like he had said, "If you guys don't don't let me run Utah the way I want, bad things, bad things are going to happen. I'm yeah. I'm I'm not going to keep the Native Americans in line, and who knows what will what's going to happen? Oh, look at that! 120 mm, people got convenient. massacred. Um, but I hadn't like reading up on it. I haven't seen that particular angle mentioned anywhere. Else. I started at Wikipedia, and there is a surprising amount about the Mountain Meadows Massacre in Wikipedia. There's, there's like, you know, there's the main page, and then there's war hysteria <laughs> leading up to the Mountain Meadows Massacre. The media, media reaction to the Mountain Meadows. There, there's a lot. Maybe I, there's I, just I, like a lot possibly more than all the more than, well, That's what I kind of thought. Yes. Yeah, so, so not much possibly, to do with Utah. Just yeah. Just possibly because there's uh, Brigham Young University. I think yes. Yeah. One, I was so, trying to think yeah. where I'd heard of that. But mm. Yeah. No. Of course. So yeah, it's possible a lot of the information in Wikipedia was written by Mormons. But they don't. They do, that's certainly there. They didn't push um, 
they didn't push that. I, well, I had a, a bit of a Google as well, and most of the websites mentioning it were associated with the Mormons. But even things like that, I think there was a Britannica or something website that didn't bring that up. But they do, they talk a lot about the fact that the Mormon leaders had sort of been hyping their congregations up for violence. There was a, I, I don't have, I, I didn't note the name, but there was a, a prominent Mormon had been murdered somewhere else not too long before. There was a lot of talk of like, of, of sort of vengeance and, and blood vengeance and stuff and the idea that these people needed to be avenged. And then there was also a lot of talk about the, the idea that, that they were convinced that war was coming, that, that, that America was going to go to war like with Utah, war, which they kind of so. did. There was a Utah war at some point. But so, so they were basically, they were primed for violence, the whole, the whole sort of Mormon community. So this was, this was something that was almost sort of bound to happen. So the, and in fact, I, I did copy from Wikipedia one, the, the line, there is a consensus among historians that Brigham Young played a role in provoking the massacre, at least unwittingly, and in concealing its evidence after the fact. Yes, which so, means so that, of, yeah, even if you think that Brigham Young was not instrumental in slaughtering He's still culpable. He's still culpable yeah, by He led the leadership, investigation right? that went, the Mormons were not involved, and presumably as someone leading the investigation, yeah. he'd be going... Ah, the Mormons were definitely involved, but I'm going to say that. If they you're were. a leader at some point, even if you didn't directly do something, you do have to take, you know, charge of that and say, hey, you know, I, I didn't lead effectively. You should tell people... that to Christopher Luxon. Well, I, I was thinking more about Trump and the insurrection. It sounds as though it was a similar sort of role in, in that you didn't directly say, okay, go out and do this, but maybe... Or didn't Well, have. I don't know. Mm. You, so you probably is... followed it more, but... It's, it's, I feel like he's still culpable. Mm. There is, there is, supposedly there are letters that show he, Brigham Young heard that the massacre was being planned and sent off a letter saying, no, no, don't kill all of those people, that would be a bad thing, but it arrived too late, oh. the massacre had already happened. And there's other stuff that supposedly he was he was distraught and utterly utterly heartbroken mm. when he found out that this has happened. And some of this may be self-serving after the fact stuff. So, so it's not quite. Apparently, it sounded like there was some debate as to whether or not these letters were actually genuine or if they'd been ginned up after the fact to um, to make him look good or not. But but yeah, I think like like you say. He, he may not have actually ordered this massacre specifically, but he is, is, has a lot of responsibility mm. for engineering the situation in which some sort of a massacre was almost inevitable. And also managing the information about the massacre after yes, the event. Yes, def defin definitely responsible for the cover-up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. it's, uh, yeah, like you say, the Trump stuff, it reminds me of when they talk about stochastic terrorism yeah, these days. Yeah. You, don't, you don't actually have to say, you go out and kill them. You can just yeah. say, those people are really, really bad, and it would, it, yeah. I would shed no just tears like if something bad happened to them. Yeah, constant yeah. violent rhetoric, and then all of a sudden it just needs a spark, and it doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be from It's you. like when Alex Jones goes, you know, I can understand why people might want to go out on the streets and, and shoot those terrible trans people because they're... Yeah, because Alex, yeah. because of you. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the the unpleasant story of the Mountain Meadows massacre. Of course, Steve Steve Clark is a philosopher of conspiracy theories, not a historian of conspiracy theories. So although he did spend about half his talk going over the history of the Mountain Meadows massacre, it was in service to a greater point. What was his point? That is a good question, Josh. Let me rewind <laughs> the mental tapes here. So Steve's point basically is that 
one of the issues we have with the discussion about conspiracy theories and the warrant of conspiracy theories is that a lot of the examples we use are conspiracy theories which are relatively quickly uncovered. So Watergate, about three years. QAnon, about three or four days. COVID-19 conspiracy th theories, they kind of get refuted within the first year or so. He wanted to look at an example of a conspiracy theory which persists for a really long time and ends up being warranted because people just keep on prodding mm. at it, even though the advocates of the official theory keep on going, no, no, but the official theory is, and the conspiracy theorists who were proven right, and Steve's talk was called When Conspiracy Theorists Win, end up going, well, look, actually, we have to now accept the conspiracy theory is the official theory. And sometimes this change can happen really quickly, or it can take a hundred years or more. Mm. Do we know? I mean, is I don't want to, I don't know a lot about it, but is the fact that it took a hundred years was that due to a lack of searching? Like, is there any particular reason? If that historian Juanita, whoever hadn't mm. come along, would it still be the Probably, official story? I, guess. I mean, yeah, it sounds like, the, like the, there wasn't the, a big yeah. movement of people investigating up. it throughout that whole hundred years. Well, right? no, but it's, it it, like I mean, it, Steve but... argues. People kept on questioning the story in the years and decades after the story came out. Because you kept on getting this trickle of new information. Okay. The children, so, and that was fairly yeah, sort of the apostate Mormons, the new investigation, okay. the scapegoat, the scapegoat recanting his confession basically in front of a firing squad, because there's an entire mm -hmm. section in Steve's talk about the way in which you can be absolved for your sins in Mormonism, which requires blood be spilt on the ground, which means that Mormons often, I say often, always request a firing squad for execution huh. because they need to make sure that blood is spilt and land on the ground when they die. There's all these things that just keep on occurring. And so that would have been like decades mm. afterwards? Yeah, that, yeah, that would have been a, yeah, a few decades afterwards. Yeah. But I, I think, okay. I mean, yeah, there, there must have been enough interest carrying on into the next century for people to, for historians to be mm. looking into mm. it. But I, I think, yeah, I mean, it sounds like here was the official story and while there were doubts around it, it managed to stay the official story for a long, long time, which, yeah, I think, especially because, especially if you're the sort of person who thinks that conspiracy theories are naturally opposed to official theories and yeah. never the twain shall meet, and then people say, well, hang on, look at look at Watergate. It started as a conspiracy, but then it became the official theory, and they're able to say, well, it was so quick. It never really, it doesn't really count as a conspiracy yeah. theory yeah. because it became the official theory so fast. And so Steve will say, okay, well, here's one where it took 100 years, mm -hmm. so you can't call and that And Steve trick. is not a fan of this distinction between official mm. theories and conspiracy theories theories, he wants to point out you know, there's nothing wrong with an official theory being conspiratorial. Yeah, for the reasons that you've talked about. Yeah, previously. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And also he wanted to have a, he wanted to have a go at some generalists, and also some particulars who have misconstrued his work, but that's another part of the story. Well, yes, yeah, there was a bunch more of it after that. So, mm. so that's the Mountain Meadows Massacre. Mm. Do, you, do you feel like a better person for knowing about it? No. Do you feel? Uh, I can't imagine you feel like a happier person not for knowing happier, about it. It's not a not happy topic. Better, potentially a little bit more well informed about mm. Mormons, inspired to go see the Book of Mormon. 
Yeah, most of it's probably not of, taken, of all the things from we've inspired, inspiring mm. you to watch the musical The Book of Mormon is probably not the takeaway message. Well, well, I'm sorry. I I apologise that. Go that and was watch the, first thing. the. What was the show with Bill Paxton? Big Love, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, was the pol- yeah, he was a Mormon in there. Yeah, so, okay. yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Nor I. Nor I. Not my cousin. So we just re- <laughs> we just re- recommend that people watch a show that we only recommended because Bill because Paxton. We, because Bill Paxton. That's a pretty yeah. good. That's not a bad thumb. reason. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Bill Paxton's great. Mm. Um, mm. Can you think of? But just before I forget, and you go all the way down the pop culture road. Are there any other conspiracy theories either of you can think of that is anything close to that amount of time before? The conspiracy theory was proven right or is this far and away probably the the longest i mean maybe the, the donation example. of constantine which is a a document the roman catholic church forged to say that they were given the power to make kings and emperors which they claimed was written by constantine just before he died and it was a ongoing discussion slash scandal slash dispute during the Middle Ages as to whether the document was legitimate or illegitimate. And at some points it was, and at some points it was clearly fake. And it really was it was one of the it was an ongoing debate as to whether it was real or fake. So maybe, maybe that's another example of a long-term conspiracy. But the, the problem with that one is that even the Catholic Church kept on changing its mind about the legitimacy of the donation of Constantine, when it was convenient for it to be authentic, it was, and when it when it didn't really matter, then it was clearly a forgery. How Sounds long like did the idea. um did it take the Moscow show trials to come out? Obviously, oh, not hundred years. Was, but yeah, that was twenty years. Yeah, yeah a couple of decades at least. Yeah, come, becomes a, becomes official with Khrushchev in nineteen fifty nine, I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So that's so, decades, which yeah. is still a long mm. time to be considered a conspiracy theorist by both the Russian state and the global West. Hmm. Well, there you go. So I think that's the end of that episode, this episode. So um, now we need to record a bonus episode. What are we going to talk about in the bonus I episode? I have no idea, because I've, actually, I've, I've got no content this week in the bonus episode, <gasps> Josh. I haven't Shock seen face. anything online. No. Maybe we'll have to talk more about the conference or something. Maybe. Maybe we can also talk about whether we're going to move ourselves to threads. Mm. Which, yeah. Wasn't that the show about everyone that, dying That's what I was going to say, UK? yeah. That's, yeah. I, I've, I've heard things. That, that, the traumatic that, yes, radiation it's all very good, thing. but, but um, it causes PTSD amongst anyone who was alive in Britain in the 80s. Never seen threads, but maybe we should leave that conversation Indeed. for the bonus episode. Also, we have to record the intro to this episode as well, because the world's gone topsy-turvy because the intro... Might kind of gives the game away yeah, a little. Might, so we're going to record the intro now, then we'll record a bonus episode. The world's gone mad. It has. Mm, and I'm here for it. Right, well, that's it. Uh, so thank you, Georgia, for, right. for, for providing a little colour to our, what, what, what would have otherwise just sort of been a back and forth. Now got to, we got to revisit a favourite old format. Mm-hmm. I'm glad yeah. my ignorance was useful. Mm, uh, ignorance is always useful. It is very useful, mm. except when it's not. Yeah. Uh, yep, that'll do. Anything else? Nothing else. Do you have, uh, I, sh- I should say, for um, in, in terms of upcoming episodes, do you have more interviews that we will yes, be? Yes, okay, we have well, an interview for next week. Right, there we go. And then we should have an interview for two weeks after that. 
And then maybe, maybe an interview for two weeks after that two weeks. Mm. Oh well, so look out for that. But for now, I think we're done. So I'm just going to say goodbye. Goodbye. Later. The podcast's Guide to the Conspiracy stars Josh Addison and myself, Associate Professor M.R.X. Denter. Our show's conspiratory producers are Tom and Philip, plus another mysterious anonymous donor. You can contact Josh and myself at podcastconspiracy at gmail.com and please do consider joining our Patreon. And remember, Soylent Green is Meeple's.